Okay. All right. <laughs> Welcome back. I think we're live. So, uh, you know, happy Saturday. Welcome back to the Beat Street poster, the mixture of natural and incandescent halogen lights um, and <laughs> blue tints all over the room. So, yeah, welcome back. I hope you guys are having a solid start to your weekend and have had a great week of working out, of eating. Hopefully, your meal planning is getting a little better. Um, you guys know who I am. I don't really have to introduce myself. I'm Johan. Um, yeah. So, I think a good second step for us is to go over... Ratios, ratios and nutrition planning by adjusting those ratios. So here's what we'll cover today, guys. Okay. All right. So you guys are doing good. Hopefully you've come here and we'll go for about 15 minutes. I got the timer on for sure. Um, we're going to go through protein. Guys, the best way to make sure that you're making correct adjustments for your workouts, you're staggering your meals. You want to get more carbohydrates versus proteins versus fats to fulfill a need that you need athletically for the day. The best thing you're going to adjust, the first thing you're going to adjust is your protein. Adjusting your protein is going to dictate how many carbohydrates you're going to get, and that'll determine how many fats. It's a hierarchy, and it begins with protein. This is the thing that your body spares the most of and wants to, even though it still can be burned like everything else, all right? It is that thing that we seek to spare through exercise efficiency. It's protein. It's the reason that branched-chain amino acids are so popular, protein. So we adjust it first, okay? So the first thing I'm going to talk to you guys about in our 15 minutes is protein recommendations because chances are you've been told to eat a ungodly amount of protein if you followed some kind of diet or have read some magazines or something. And I want to get this cleared up um, today. The next thing is, yeah, I'll just give you a sense of normalcy with your recommendations. As I uh, try to remember the, let's see how to go back to webinar jam. Okay, all right. So here's my face. We're gonna go out to the meal plan. So like I, hopefully what you guys have found is like, you're able to set up a meal plan, all right? So this is what we went over last week. We, this is a workout day. This is someone different. This is a workout day and we have a goal of like 2100. Now, what I like about this plan, this evolution of a plan gave us ratios. So right here, you'll notice, I gave Miss Hicks uh, <laughs> some actual ratios and goals, right? Here we go with our macros. Uh, let me format this a little bit. All right, so we got a circle. Here, so yeah, all this right here, all I'm pointing to is, yeah, we gave her some macronutrients. I said, I need you to eat 28, 22 grams of protein for breakfast, right? 
and for lunch, another 25. You'll notice we kept her high on carbohydrates. And you guys, now you have a sense of what that volume looks like, right? So her volume for breakfast is a couple waffles and an apple, the peanut butter, the eggs, the water. This is kind of something standard that I used to prescribe for breakfast, but there are substitutions, right? The yogurt for snacks. So this is a good idea for volume. Um, taking a look even closer, you can see how much protein we need you to get. Before we continue though, I want to alert you to this, uh, I think interesting fact about protein, okay? So when you read the magazines, when you go to a guru, most of the nutritionists out there are advising you guys get a metric ton of protein. Some people joke about getting 50%, but the numbers are surreal. There's some recommendations that people are needing to get two grams per pound Right, I saw Mike Dolce, who does a lot of professional fighters, prescribe that once. And while he knows his stuff, two grams per pound, <laughs> which means I need 380 grams of protein per day, mind you. So that's ridiculous. Um, other recommendations say one gram per pound, and that is even touch and go. So... um let me show you real quick. On average, it has been duly noted. We think we need 200 grams, 200 grams of protein. That's already a huge dent in your wallet. We need on average, whether you're five foot zero to about six, two, six, three, right around 110 grams per day right? 230, that's about 38% on average. I've heard recommendations of 50, right? We probably need on average 20-ish, okay? The biggest problem I personally have with high recommendations is it just completely limits your food choice, right? So I'll have people Tell me that they want to get in 50%, 40% of their daily. It's 100 calories of just protein, right? That's 200 grams of, of protein a day, 250. How are you going to do it? You have to start taking supplements. You have to start eating chicken breast galore, galore in order to get there. And um, rarely do we think of the alternatives. So alternatives can be a lot. You have so many options, right? So many options for an alternative with regards to your eating. Okay, so let me just bring this up real quick. Off the top of my head, I can give you guys a number of alternatives. So typically we have the good old fashioned chicken breast, right? Well, what are some alternatives? I'm gonna actually try my best to get the font a little bit bigger. So we wanna eat our chicken breast. We know that that's like a super lean piece of meat. 
And so it's so easy for us to say, yeah, I just need to eat. <laughs> need to go to Costco, man, and get all the chicken breasts they have. But alternatives, there are alternatives, right? There's other types of poultry. There's hen. There's pheasant and quail, right? Maybe it doesn't have the same low-fat, high-protein count ratio, but they are just food alternatives. Another big one. What's the other big one that people love to eat? They love to eat their tilapia, right? But we have alternatives. My favorite, we have trout, we have cod, we have every flaky white type of fish that you can get your hands on. These are alternatives. We don't have to stick to the same thing and still reach high statuses. We're looking for on those days, okay? So on days where we're doing our heavy lifting, if we're in a regiment or a mesocycle of three or four weeks where we're lifting pretty hard all the time, and we're looking to lift weights, um, our higher protein status, sorry, status, we're looking guys for only, and I mean, if you're six days a week, four times of that, right? Six days per week and are uh, lifting most of those days, right? Your pro Let's just scratch the whiteboard for that one. Your protein status has got to be up by 30%. And that's probably where I'm going to keep you at. So 30%, you guys, when we're out here, when we're lifting, okay? Most days per week, just simply, okay? Having trouble moving, so the type's gonna be all over the place, but 30% protein when we're lifting most days per week, simple. When we're doing cardio, I want 15%. Okay, so let me see if I can't just type right over this. 15%, guys. Cardio days. We're looking for 15% protein. Just really simple. And the rest of it now is carbohydrates. We never, ever, okay? I'm actually going to leave this up for the rest of our talk here, but we're never going to prescribe a ton of fats in your eating. In fact, we're not going to prescribe more than 30% ever fats in your diet, period. Now, there's a lot of eating patterns out there that say go up to 80% and all that. For me, for athletes, for athletics, for anything where you're trying to get more muscle built, which means you're lifting weights, we're not ever going to go over 30%. So if it's uh, lifting, we got 
uh, everything, 35% carbohydrates, 30% protein, 30% protein. What do we have? 40% left. So the rest of that 40% would be carbohydrates if we're doing our heavy lifts. And if we're doing 15% protein, maybe we even go up to 60, uh, 60 to 65% carbohydrates, right? Um, 20% fat. And that's adequate. We don't even have to go out of our way to find fats. But what we're doing is we're giving, we're doing a number one, adjust the protein. After that, more than likely, you're going to adjust the carbohydrates. Hell, even if you have a carbohydrate goal, we're going to adjust the protein first. Eventually, I'm going to give you guys, I'll attach mini handouts, something that's on one page so you can remember it. So the last thing I want to get to, we're running low on time, but let's talk about it. I want to keep you guys motivated in everything that you're doing when you're eating. Part of doing these chats with you is to give you guys more skill. The skill that you guys use, I know how much protein I'm going to get. I know that I'm working out earlier in the day, so I need to eat my snack before my workout, my breakfast after. These little tiny skills give you guys confidence, and it gives you more success. And that, I think, breeds more confidence. That's what I hope, right? One thing... I am always on the lookout for is cheat meals because I feel like a lot of those have the large macro tendency to undermine what we're trying to do with our eating. It is quite customary in the diet world to give yourself that one day to just go off the deep end and eat mostly anything you want. Well, in the confines of a diet where your food restrictions are so high, that makes total sense, doesn't it? Truthfully, truthfully, if you're looking to lose a lot of weight and you're looking to change your eating pattern over time, it's going to get a little boring, the journey is not going to be filled with these peaks and valleys. It's going to kind of be here. No excitement, just success. And I feel like the addition of cheat meals often takes the, the journey away from us, away from you guys. So be apprised, be aware. Be aware that when we have scheduled in those cheat meals or <laughs> cheat days, <laughs> God forbid, um, that we're actually taking a little bit too much time away from the task at hand. Our focus isn't quite where it needs to be for us to stay on point with our eating. If we need that much of a divergence from what we're doing, chances are we're actually 
we're dieting, right? We're making too many, we're making too many choices. We're thinking too much about what we're eating, right? That's what the diet is. It's supposed to be just don't eat this, but it actually makes us, makes us not process things, makes us then second guess our choices. And then cheat meal comes. We don't have to do any of that. We just eat whatever it is. And it goes counter. It goes counter to why we started eating differently. Be apprised of the old cheat meal. Okay, you guys. So today we're going to wrap early. Um, I hope you found value in this. If you did, please send it to someone else that might find value in it. Maybe they're starting on a journey or really overweight or are an athlete um, who needs a little extra boost. They got competition. Send it out. Send it out. Ask me for the downloadable link too. I can send that to you easily. Send me questions. I get them immediately. So this one isn't live. We're getting closer to doing them on the dot every weekend. But until then, know that you can send me questions and I get them live. Uh, that's why I like using this platform. That's enough housekeeping. You guys hopefully are doing great. Send me questions. That way I can tailor these more towards you directly. Okay. And next week, I think we'll go over um, pre-workout and post-workout and lunch as we get further along down that first meal plan. I want to just kind of keep going down the list, go over all the meals. And by the end of it, you guys will be, you know, expert at setting up your own meal plans and adjusting on the fly, on the fly. That's what we want you to do. All right, you guys have a great rest of your Saturday and your weekend. Thanks for joining.